0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one of the Cottonwood Counseling Podcast. My name is Kiyoshi, and joining us as well is our co-host, Jonas, counselors over at the Cottonwood School. An idea of the podcast is to provide information for families and uh, teachers with just general information about topics that come up throughout the year and um, also provide some resources for that. First topic for episode one is to cover early graduation, specifically for 12th graders that want to graduate in the fall. So, this topic comes up every single year because we do have a handful of seniors that want to graduate early, finish up school at the end of the fall semester. There are some positives to that, to graduating early. Like, you know, for most students, it's an opportunity just to finish up high school early, opportunity for time off, maybe do some work during the spring semester. Um, I've had some students that went on missions with their church. So just be able to take a gap semester before starting school. Some of some you even have family members that have done it in the past with some success, so they kind of want to follow in their footsteps. So there are a lot of positives that students can experience for graduating early. However, there are some pitfalls too. And so I kind of want to throw it over to you, Jonas. Uh, what are some of the pitfalls that you've experienced or you know, just information that you have about potential pitfalls of graduating early in the fall?
1: Yeah. The first one, to me, is, is basically timing. You know, when Cottonwood finishes the semester, it's typically before winter break. So we're looking at December 20th this year. And then we go on winter break for about two weeks. And within those two weeks, all the staff is off. And so students needing support during that time, um, you know, trying to finish their applications for spring semester, starting in that community college, just kind of a hard time for students to really get that additional help. And then by the time we get back from winter break, teachers will put in the report cards and that's when we can get students official transcripts. So that's really that holding piece that community colleges are are waiting for is to clear those holds for students is getting that final documentation for those official transcripts. And so the earliest we could get those official transcripts is really around January 12th, just the way everything kind of lands. And so that's one of our first big points that we want to make today it's just timing is very very tight
0: yeah that's a really good point timing is really tight around that window so we're looking at you mentioned uh, you know report cards aren't going to be available until about January 12th which is you know after the first semester ends a couple of weeks after we get back from break and if I'm looking at the community college timelines I'm looking at the calendars it looks like Sierra starts on January 22nd And then Los Rios uh, schools actually start on January 13th. That is really a tight window for students to be able to turn around, finish up high school, and start with college classes.
1: Yeah, it's definitely very, very tight. I mean, especially the Los Rios. So we're talking about American River, Consumas River, Folsom Lake College, and Sac City College. One day turnaround just isn't gonna set students up for success. Sierra College, we're looking at about 10 days. Um, And so what happens when, the community colleges have that hold on your account for application processes. You can't pick your your college courses yet.
0: I think, you know, along those same lines, it's like, you know, if you don't know who your teacher is, more than likely with that type deadline, all of the good professors and instructors are going to be taken. And, you know, not always a great idea to start your first semester with a schedule full of instructors that might be an unknown or might have poor ratings. So in general, it's good to give yourself enough lag time to get all your paperwork complete, including your your college application, your financial aid application, and be able to have enough time to even like meet with a college counselor to see what classes you should be taking. And then also, you know, making sure that you're getting into like a class with hopefully an ideal instructor to set you up for success.
1: The one of the biggest things for why I was taking college classes was Getting those good professors, I think that made and break my my college career. I call it so. Being able to get those teachers, those professors that inspire you, I think is very, very important. So for waiting, I think being able to get those professors would be kind of a highlight for students. And that's just one of the points that we wanted to make here today. Is you know just to, something to be mindful of. And the second point we wanted to talk about tuition free. I know when I went to school. One of the things that I had to do when I finished school was pay back my loans. Um, And so that typically is something that I push on students is, hey, let's try to figure this out to go as cheaply as possible. Kiyoshi, do you want to give a little bit more information about what the tuition-free programs cover at community colleges?
0: Yes, you're going to get your your tuition free for two years at the community colleges. There still might be small administrative fees that you have to cover, as well as your textbooks. But um, the vast majority of the cost, which is the cost of taking the class, is covered through the two years free tuition. And for students to be able to receive their two years free, they have to complete their financial aid application. It's called the FAFSA or it can be the the California Dream Act for some of our students in California complete your financial aid application and meet those deadlines with the the March 2nd deadline. But you have to hit those deadlines, whether it's Sierra or one of the Los Rios schools, their financial aid offices have additional documents that you have to fill out to make sure that they're receiving the correct information from the student and the family. And that's pretty much, you know, what the tuition-free looks like in a nutshell.
1: Sierra College has kind of thrown us a wrench in the last couple of years too. They've added something on top of the two years free tuition called the TIER program. If you Google Sierra College TIER program, um, it will come up towards the end of the page. One of the big parts of this is basically if you do not graduate in the Placer County School District, which Cottonwood is in El Dorado Hills, so we are not in that same county, then we already dropped them in the the tier level. Um, So it's not where you reside, it's where you graduate from. On top of that, um, they have a June 1st application deadline. And so if you're trying to graduate in the fall semester and go directly in the spring semester, then that June 1st deadline still applies to you. And many students don't realize in the 11th grade that they had to do that by June 1st. So I think that is one of the big hangups and so we do have some some tips and tricks to where we can kind of figure that piece out. One of the questions I have is, so we have students wanting to graduate in fall. What is the best time for them to actually start community college if they do graduate in fall?
0: Yeah, if we're still on the same topic of financial aid, um, I think it's really important to know that like, starting the clock early with your two years free doesn't really benefit you because the the two years free and your financial aid application is based off of academic years um, and not calendar years as a student it's ideal to start either in the summer or the fall because that's when the clock starts for for the community colleges for all colleges and so if you start the clock early say if you graduated from high school in the fall and you wanted to start community college in the spring basically you're burning through a full year of your your two years free just with that spring semester if you got everything in on time. And that's like the most ideal situation is if you are able to get all your paperwork in on time, start in the spring semester, you would still be burning through a full year just with that one semester. So to answer your question, it's better for students if they want to maximize their two years free to go ahead and start community college in the summer or the fall, because that's when the academic years for the community college start. You'll be able to get your, your FAFSA completed by the March 2nd deadline, able to get your, your financial aid applications completed through the schools by that June 1st deadline.
1: One of the great solutions I think out of this is maybe come up with a different strategy to graduation is maybe staying with Cottonwood for the spring semester. Taking two or three college classes to kind of get that jump start on community college, and if you've already taken community college, great. But you could get two more, three more classes done, and then still get that two years free tuition starting in the summer or fall. So I think that is probably the biggest solution for us. You know, another solution possibly would be still to graduate in fall, but to start in summer or fall next year, um, just so that way you can make sure you get those two years free tuition.
0: And I think that's a great point. And that's also, you know, been a talking point with some of my students that want to graduate in the fall is, you know, sometimes sticking around with Cottonwood and being a high school student for the spring could be ideal because like you mentioned, you can take two or three more community college classes and you're taking those classes for free because you're still doing it through concurrent enrollment. And also you don't have the pressures of having to be a full-time student because part of being eligible for the two years free is you have to take, you know, between 12 and 15 units per semester. So instead of having to take on that full-time course load, you could take two or three classes still, get it paid for it through concurrent enrollment, and then go ahead and start community college in the fallers or, or summer. Um, and you know, you're know you not starting your clock early for the two years.
1: Yeah, sometimes that, that two years just isn't enough time too. If we're doing one of those bigger major programs like nursing or something, this would be a great way to still get your two years free, still earned some of those prereqs while you were in high school and set yourself up. Anything else?
0: I think, you know, we covered the majority of like the, the pitfalls of graduating early. And then obviously, you know, this is not a blanket statement for everybody. We just want to make sure that families and students have all the information when making that decision. Yeah, definitely. Good points. I think
1: that concludes our uh, first episode today on uh, pitfalls of fall graduation. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, email us. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next episode.